What's going on, Print Hustlers? Bruce from Printavo here, Simple Shop Management Software. We are really excited today because we've got a great, great webinar for you guys. Um, as you know, we've been uh, working really hard on Printavo Merch to be able to allow you guys to run online stores and just generate sales really quickly. Um, we've been seeing shops generate sales uh, right off the bat the first 30 days in Printavo Merch up to 50K. And that's who we're talking about with today at Cedar City because uh, they're going to be able to share their story. And they're doing some really cool stuff. And I think that stores not only have been able to help shops be able to keep things running, keep sales coming in, but also it's turning into a really strong sales tool for the long term here. Um, it's not just a, a coronavirus tool. This is like a true, true sales tool that's just in your tool belt that you can be able to use for the long haul. And there's all kinds of ways to be able to do this and to have it work. And so um, we have got two very special guests, Greg and Julie Cowan out of Cedar City House of Print. I'm going to go ahead and actually bring them in here real quick so that they can be able to join, tell their story, and we can be able to get into some of the details. Oh, there we go. Julie and Greg, how's it going, guys? Hey, how are you? All right, your audio sounds great, perfect. Um, we were just going over a little intro, just as stores have not only become an, a very crucial tool for businesses to stay generating sales during coronavirus, but also as a sales tool longer, longer term. Um, first of all, Tell us just a little bit about you guys, about your shop. You're based in Tennessee. Um, I'm glad you guys are doing okay, especially with those tornadoes uh, a, a little ways away, which actually kind of funneled into stores too, which is really interesting to see. But yeah, tell us a little bit about your shop. We've been in our storefront since July of last year, so almost a year now. Um, but we started in our basement. And then within like three months, we were out of our basement. It was it came as a huge shock. He was working full time. Uh, and then we found a place with a huge basement. We got all of our equipment, set everything up, and it just took off because I was just a stay-at-home wife. While he worked full time, he would come home. And those 6.30 to 9.30 turned into 5.30 or 6.30 when he got home to 3.30 in the morning. And then it was like, wow. Well, look at what we did in sales just in t-shirts. That's more than you're making at your full-time job. Like, I think we could, you could seriously quit. And so he did. And then we worked out of our basement for about a month. And then it was just like, you know what? He could get a storefront and I think we could really do it. Then a place uh, opened up literally five minutes from that, that house. And so we were like, heck yeah, let's do it. We did all the renovations and it and it just turned into something huge. There was definitely a need in our area for a cool print shop. Um, we don't do minimums or setup fees, so we don't turn anybody down, um, which is a big advantage because all the print shops around here, they're like, oh, you need 14 or you need 25 uh, or I'm not even going to talk to you. <laughs> so we we do everything. Uh, we don't turn anybody down, which is a gotcha. big advantage. That's exciting. And you guys have started, when did you guys start using online stores? When did, like, when did, when did going from just taking in custom orders to, Hey, let's look into this. That was like the, just a few months ago, actually. Um, like we, we've been using Printavo for almost a year and we knew about merch. We'd watch your videos and stuff, but we, we only knew what we heard about. It. We never actually, sorry, sorry. I'm talking low. 
Um, no, it's okay. So yeah, I mean, just getting started with the stores. I mean, what what prompted you? Like, did you see another shop using stores, or was it, you know, what no, what got you moving in it? It was. Um, we we just knew it was there. It was always you know there on the the apps on your Printavo dashboard, and uh, so we knew it was an option for us to use. We just had never clicked it and actually tried it. I think it it was free at the time. There was like a free trial or something. We just had never taken the time to try it. We knew it was there, but um, we needed something to, we need to be able to drop that store really quick. And uh, we gave it a shot and it, it worked out for us. And we've been using it like for everything ever since. That's crazy. And just to jump in, I mean, you guys have done a lot in sales. Um, the past 30, 45 days have been nuts. So uh, yeah. What kicked it off? What was the first store? You guys have done some relief. You guys have done uh, like tornado relief. You guys have done uh, more like here for good local business help. You guys have done high school stuff. I mean, you're all over the board. You guys are doing everything. Yeah. So we've been using Printavo merch for a little over 10 weeks. And just in those 10 weeks, we've processed over $59,000 in sales, which is insane. Uh, It's really crazy to us. Like, I'm still in shock sometimes how, how good some of our stores went. Um, but yeah, I think the first one we did to try out Printava merch is I did like a St. Patrick's Day collection um, and just kind of posted that and on our socials and a bunch of ladies per cute little uh, St. Patrick's Day t-shirt. So that was the first one that we did. Um, I think the second big one was when the tornado came through. If you guys don't know, there was a huge tornado that went miles across. It hit literally like a mile away from here, destroyed a school. So a lot of different schools in our town were affected by this. So we immediately, I was like, do I do a fundraiser like and help? Like, how do we do this? Uh, And we did it and it blew up. I think we were the first like print shop to do a shirt fundraiser because obviously fundraisers like shirts is the best way to raise money so i was like let me just come up with a few designs within like 24 hours of the tornado hitting i posted it well it was being shared everywhere and like obviously we did a lot of sales in that um, and raised a lot of money for our community so it was just crazy so how did that work with the tornado so how did you i mean it seems like your stores are very much so Outside of the schools, they're very much so like very relevant towards what's happening, which which people are already aware, they're already educated, so they're they're very into it. Um, how do you promote them though? So you started the tornado one. You said you shared it on your social, but you, you know, I mean, other than posting it, everybody will post it, but it may not go anywhere from there. What was it? Do you guys have a good following? Did you repost it a bunch or what? So I'm really big on like, if you're a print shop and you're not on Facebook, get on Facebook. There's probably local like community pages here. It's called like hip Mount Juliet, hip Nashville. So like literally almost everybody in this town is on this free Facebook page that you can join and you can just talk about your business. And that's literally Mm -hmm. how I got us all of our followers. I think we're close to like uh, 4,600 followers on uh, Facebook and then like almost 2000 likes on Facebook. So 
and they're all active because it's all current. I mean, we've been in our storefront for almost like we've been in business just over a year. So all of that is now, I mean, it's all current and they're, and they've reached that many people. So, and they're all really close to us. Like they come in, they support us really well. Um, so I just post on Facebook and that people share it because they care about our business and they like what we're doing here. So it's mainly just posting on socials and getting your followers to share for you. I think she got blocked for two weeks because she was posting so much. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a lot I, of like reposting, making sure you're very present at the top of the timeline, joining the community Facebook groups. Facebook groups have just been huge, especially for our industry. I mean, screen printing, it's been nuts. Um, yeah. So all the local community ones shared on there, ask other people to share. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and the, then that just really time. pushed it. Yeah. The time of the day too, like when, when is the average American sitting down, you know, it's not at 10 o'clock in the morning, more than likely they're at work. So make sure that you're posting it. She knows exactly when to post. And I when post like before eight o'clock in the morning, like around seven. So when those people are picking up their phones in the morning and they scroll on Facebook, I'm in the first one in all the pages that they're on. So it's like, everybody just knows us around here. Um, pretty much everybody that comes in is like, oh, this person recommended you guys, or I've heard about you guys, or I've drove by your shop so many times. I didn't even know sure. you guys were here um, until recently. And it's just been mainly word of mouth and then Facebook because we don't really spend a dime. We never have on advertisement. So so you guys have run some pretty successful, um, one of these here for good campaigns that have been very popular, which is working with a local business to be able to help them fundraise for usually their employees or their staff. Um, how did you approach that? Like, how did you get a couple businesses going with that? And then how did those go? That's been, that's actually been amazing, by the way. Um, a lot of the businesses that we've done the merch stores for, we did business for in the past. So we already had, you know, a rapport established with them and to see how this is impacting them as much as it's impacting us. And more in some cases like salons here in Tennessee, they're still closed. They, they're, they can't open, you know, we did, we did work for them in the past when they were, when they were thriving. So, you know, to be able to do that, we saw, um, we really stole the idea from us, a, a really big shop printed threads. They were doing the same thing. And we took that idea in our town and ran with it. And um, I think for us, probably just being first to market has been one of the most important things. Like, um, like as soon as we saw that, we were like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's something we want to do. That's something we want to be able to offer here in our community. And we did that. And, um, but yeah, just being first, to, to launch something like that. We were the first in this area to launch something like that. And I think that helped out as well because people hadn't seen it before. That makes sense. So, so now how did you, were those salons that you started working with, did, were you like your customers before or how did you um, approach them with a store and say, Hey, this is a concept we can help you create and fundraise so your team. I made an advertisement kind of like printed threads did and posted mm -hmm. on our socials and people were sharing that comp like tagging people that they know have a small business that are affected directly. Um, and I just told them to email us. 
Um, and then I also reached out like our favorite pizza place, they closed down. So I, I messaged them on Instagram. I have a good relationship with them. I was like, I mean, you're voted best in Mount Juliet. Let's hook you up with a merch store. I know that your, your customers will come hard for you. So, uh, then that took off and then I totally just lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, I don't even yeah, know. so that one took off, and you reached. Now, how did you? How did you guys do the split? So, how did you price the the shirts, and then the the fundraised amount versus the amount that you guys keep for the work and everything? We kept it at ten dollars, honestly, regardless of how many they sold. We didn't have any stores that sold over fifty. Our our um, advertisement was: if you sell fifty, we'll sell. We'll give you ten per ten dollars per shirt sold, and we'll prorate if it's under. But when it all you know, I've got like $3.50 maybe in a screen setup, And so we weren't going to be those guys. We yeah. had a few of our stores that didn't sell 20 shirts, you know. We still did $10 per shirt on those. Just we kept it at that. Got it. And how – so – and then what were the garments priced at? So or we at like the retail price? For, so we were selling them on Printable merch for $22. They get $10, and then we take the shipping and – the cost of the garments and everything out of it on our end. So we just, okay. so. And then how did you help some of the, the, the small businesses that did really well? Was there something that they did? Like, did they share it with their audience a lot more or email it out or how did you yeah. help them be able to sell? That was the main, like, th that's all they had to do. It was like, we set up the store we take all the payments we do all the fulfillment printing shipping uh -huh. all you have to do is promote like this is directly for you just share it and so we had um probably i think the biggest store was one of the hair uh, salons in nashville they they're all over uh facebook and instagram too and they were just sharing it like crazy had all their hairstylists sharing it and so and they did two really trendy designs um and that it took off pretty well. So that's really huge. So it's really the, the success truly depends on that end business pushing yeah, out and their, their effort. Yeah, and their effort in it for sure. Because there were some that I saw didn't share their store at all, maybe one time. Um, and then others were literally like, this is helping them stay in business. So they just shared it like they were supposed to. But it just depends. Uh, on what they're trying to do to help themselves. Absolutely. That makes sense. What, okay. So switching gears to schools, you were talking a little bit about schools with stores um, and getting into that arena. What, what, what are you guys thinking about there? Uh, yeah. So before the tornado hit here, um, one of the, there's a new high school being built right down the street from us. Um, we didn't even know that they were building it before we got in our storefront. So it was definitely a huge blessing because uh, obviously we would, we would love to be their full-time printers because, I mean, that would keep us busy all year because it's like the biggest high school in our area. So the PTO actually reached out to me because they saw us on Facebook and just word of mouth from the different uh, ladies on the PTO that have purchased T-shirts from us before. Um, and so she was like coming in here and they wanted to do um, – something where we could help them print a t-shirt for every student for the first day of school. And I was like, well, obviously you guys don't have funding for that right now because they wanted to literally supply like 3000 students and all the faculty with a t-shirt on the first day of school. 
And I was like, that's going to be several thousand dollars. So I think if I have hundreds of people messaging me, are you guys going to do like the Green Hill, like high school merch? Like, are you guys going to sell some merch in your store for it? Um, it's been a huge thing because people know we print t-shirts, so they want the new high school stuff. And I was like, well, we can post a merch store for you and you guys would promote it. We would promote it. We would take sales for a week or two. And then literally it's no risk. We would just prorate the profit shares. We would agree on a price that we would sell the garments for and what we would give you per her item that was sold and they were like yeah yeah that's awesome they got a whole group of ladies the whole pto came in here we had a huge meeting picked out colors um and then this tornado uh kind of put a stop because the schools were affected directly here some of them mm -hmm. was completely demolished uh so it's kind of and then this virus hit and then all the schools are closed until next school year so i just got an email from her saying that they're going to back into that because they still want to do the, the merch store. And then I have the football club that we, they are like emailing me right now. Like, can we please get this merch store up by Monday? What is <laughs> so that one for? For like spirit wear? Yeah, it's going to be all their spirit wear because she came to me. And of course, they've done ones like through the different like um, school fundraiser sites that they don't really make a lot off of. Like it's like, cause it's factories and stuff, but we're local. So we're like, yeah, we'll help you. We kind of did the same thing. I was like, we can sell the shirts for whatever you want to sell it for. Um, and then we price it what we want to price. And then we would make sure like you get $10 for the t-shirts and then maybe 15 or $18 for hoodies and stuff like that. And then, uh, cause she didn't even know about a merch store when she came in. I was like, we can set up a merch store because I know you don't have funding to stock your spirit wear barn out there sure. on the field. So if we ran a merch store, you would get some income. We would end up writing you the check and then you can in turn buy stock from us to stock at the football games. So she was like, oh, my gosh, yes, let's, That's let's huge. do that. Yeah. So it's really it's really that fundraising aspect is just so big to be able to help in all aspects and the school year hasn't even started so that you know you guys haven't even gotten into like the teams a whole lot yet which i'm sure you will but the fundraising is massive um, i mean who wouldn't turn down money especially you guys are doing the majority of the work exactly zero risk for them that's the best thing about it all they have to do is share it and all of them are big on facebook so there's no there's literally no risk in it that's the best thing about it if somebody's just getting into fundraisers for the first time and they're looking for customers maybe to go after, I mean, what kind of tips do you guys have or lessons learned for people getting into it? You have to community? You can go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, just listen to your customers. Um, if you if you have a storefront, you've got people coming in the door, or if, if you don't, if you're in a basement or something, a garage, you're taking phone calls or emails, just listen to what they're saying. Um, there's a lot of ways that you can apply the merch stores to what they need, and they don't even realize it. That a lot of times a customer will come in and they don't even know that's a tool at their disposal. And, you know, they, they think they're going to have to collect all these paper forms still and get an order together, and it gets really confusing for them. It gets confusing for the parents. They don't really want to deal with it or whoever – um, just collecting the orders for the fundraiser. Um, and 
being able to explain the merch store to them, being able to show them a merch store, even if you just set up a mock merch store, be able to show them how it works and let them see it. Um, it it's worth a lot. It, it takes a lot of headache off of them. In, in the end, it will help them sell more because it's easier. It's easier for the people buying the fundraiser merchandise to go on there and, and use a secure payment method like PayPal or um, Square, whatever you're using. It's, it's secure, it's convenient, and they can look, and there's other ways you can upsell too, um, maybe products that they weren't expecting to get. Uh, and you can add those in the merch store. Maybe if you're doing a school, you can add, like we're looking at adding stadium seats. They would have, they would have never thought about us for stadium seats. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're able to, SNS, you can get stadium chairs. So that's something we can add in on their merch store they will have an opportunity to sell through us that they didn't even know they had before. That's huge. That's actually a really great idea. Does the store ever get too complicated or, or too many items? I mean, and that's something that you have to talk with your customer. We don't, if it's just for a simple fundraiser, obviously the less options, the better, because I mean, we don't have minimums or setup fees, but in order for them to make the most money, you don't want to have, an item that you only sell five of, and then you don't, and then have an item that you sold 500 of, because obviously they won't make very much on a five item uh, profit than the 500 piece profit, if that makes sense. Sure. So definitely want to, I mean, for this spirit where we're, I think I told them like we can do like a t shirt, a long sleeve, a hoodie, a nicer hoodie. To the flex fits the richardson's and then the stadium chair so i think it's like eight options but this is something that's going to be big because it's the first spirit store an online store um, in our area for this we've had hundreds of people wanting us to start printing green hills merch but we've been like no we would rather print for the school directly than print in here we don't want to turn into the green hill spirit store a mile down the road when we <laughs> directly with the school and still make a profit um, and I see someone that's just done a comment to make sure that uh, you're set up as a vendor. And luckily we are, we're set up as a vendor with almost every high school in our area and with like the main district, uh, Wilson County School District. So pretty much all the schools know to come to us because we're already set up as a vendor. Makes sense. What about uh, the fulfillment end? So you get a bunch of stories coming in. I'm assuming you run them for a set amount of time. And then, you know, there's different options, right? There's shipping individually, there's a pickup, there's an organizer to distribute. How, how do you guys handle that? And what have you found to work or not work well? Uh, so what we do is it depends on the store. Like right now, everybody has been staying at home um, and because they, they, the governor released that you have to stay home. So we just were shipping for our face mask sales, um, which was a very profitable one. I don't know if we'll touch base on that again. Um, a lot of orders. So we just shipped all of those guys. We probably shipped more in the last 30 days or 45 days than we have in our whole year of being in business. We had to go get a label printer because most of our, our sales are pickup only or I mean, we've shipped a few to like Florida and different yeah. states, but it's mainly local. We make sure we don't overwhelm ourselves. So like you said, we will set a store for X number of days or weeks and make sure that that's clear in the store. And then we'll also let the customers know there while they're looking at the merch store and when they're checking out that 
this is when we're going to fulfill them. They will be fulfilled. They'll be shipped by this date, or you can pick it up by this date at this location. And we make sure we're very clear on that, and we make sure that we don't um, have something else on our calendar when we're going to need to be doing that. And you can also, you can also like, if you're going to run a two-week store, you can, you can run your invoices and go ahead and fulfill week one and get that off of your plate and then continue running the store that second week and fulfill so that you don't, if it looks like you're going to get overwhelmed, you can always that, or you can fulfill as the orders come in, just whatever you're comfortable with doing. I know you don't want to set up jobs, set up jobs, set up jobs. So, but if you're going to run a, a two week store, you could always print the first week and then you can let the store continue to run and print the second week. Makes sense. Do you guys individually bag items, even if they're for pickup to for QA or how do you handle that? In most cases, we do. Um, our volume isn't tremendous or anything, but yeah, she's got some. Like, what, what is that? Has, or, uh, yeah. So this is from, we just did a live Facebook printing event, which took off like crazy. It was the first one for us, but we're trying to adapt because obviously people can't come in and shop. And Wait, what, was the live, what, what was the live Facebook printing event? So Saturday, we, we built this up to be an event. Like we can't do an actual live screen print event. So this past Saturday, we, for eight hours, two four-hour increments, we were on Facebook Live and we sold, um, oh my gosh, we had like 15 different like trendy uh, hip designs and we had like a massive pile of t-shirts and we just did a live screen print event on Facebook and uh, fulfilled them. I printed them as she took orders on Facebook. And then, um, of course, we didn't have every size and every color. We ran out of this, ran out of that. So th then Monday, we turned around and put everything we did on that event on a merch store. So we're running that. There's no fundraiser there. We're fundraising for ourselves there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we do That's awesome. That's a smart idea. So most of them were local pickups. Uh, and it is now our, t our county can be open to the public. So we've most of the people are just wanting to get out of their house. So they're like, yeah. So what we do is of course you get your invoice number on your, like your invoice sheet from Printavo and we individually bag. I just put their, their first or last name and then the number for their, their order number. And so I can just pull up the Printavo merch and be like, okay, you're here for a pickup. What's your first and last name? And then I just mark fulfilled. So I know that they picked up and that's just, really awesome because it sends to them that they picked it up and that it's been fulfilled on our end so when i can go back and like filter the unfulfilled and fulfilled it just gives me what what's unfulfilled so we know to focus on that we had another boutique that we did the exact same thing for that's we found that to work best um, versus just handing them a few boxes of t-shirts by size and letting them do the sorting um, we found it's best to hand them over already fulfilled, bagged individually by the customer's order. Um, it's easier on them for one. And two, we make sure that there's no, she looks at it and then I look at it vice versa actually. Um, but there's no, we're not short anything that way. We've got them exactly by customer what they're supposed to have. Mm -hmm. color. So we make Makes sure all sense. just the last quality control there, make sure we've got everything, make sure they don't mix up things. It's a really nice finishing touch too. I mean, it's, you know, to have something bagged and that experience, it looks really professional. Um, 
That's really helpful. Thank you guys for being able to share so many tips here. For somebody just getting into merch stores, um, what's maybe one tip or lesson learned that that you guys have picked up over the sales over the last couple months that you guys have have really mastered or learned? Uh, Call your payment processor. (laughs) For one, um, when we started, like we did most, um, most people come in, they paid and they picked up. lot of stuff before we started doing the merch stores and when we did paypal was like hold up these guys yeah these guys are doing something weird we need to make sure that they're not you know fraud or something like that and it's to protect us it's to protect the customers as well but i think um we would have if we had to do that over again i would have honestly been better off to call paypal call square and say hey this is we're changing our business strategy a little bit we're going to be doing more shipping we're going to be taking more online orders so that's one thing I think it's not a bad idea to, if you're going to get into it and you're going to get serious about it and it's different than what you're doing now, that's what they see is it's a change of your uh, normal. Yeah, just normal business operating. So that's something to definitely do. Whereas you'll go from, you know, taking, uh, you may go from taking, you know, four or five, six hundred dollar payments at once to going like $20, $20, $20, $20 from all these different places. Sure. I need to make sure um, whichever payment process you're using, I just pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, this is what we're doing. If you see something. Get them to like make yeah. a, we had to end up changing from like, I think it was like $45,000 in a month to $100,000 in a month. Because so, like once we hit that 45000 they just locked our account down because it was no, more than our normal yeah. like income coming in through PayPal. So yeah, that's happened to us twice within a month because obviously we did the really successful tornado relief and then we had a we've had a very, very successful face mask sale. So through Printable Merchant, it obviously goes through PayPal. So that was a big thing. My advice is probably like we've definitely made it more like before you, you can set like a before you check out message. So if someone's having it shipped, make sure you just say in there how long you expect it to take, how long they should expect it to ship. Like we say, once the store closes on this date, your order will be fulfilled within five to seven business days. And then it should take three to five days to arrive. That way you're not getting hundreds of emails from all these different people. Where's my order? Where's my order? That way (laughs) it gets it. (laughs) And you'll still have those people, but this way I set it at the top of the store. I make sure like, and now there's like this really great, feature that we very much appreciate the automatic close and it shows like a countdown of how long your store will be up so that inclines people to purchase right away so they're like they don't just look and be like eh, maybe later they'll do sure. it um and then i just make sure it says that we're only taking orders through this date and then we print once the store is closed that's like the main thing you need to make sure that the people see that when they're on the store or you're just going to get so many emails and it's just going to take so much time away from what you're actually trying to focus on, whether that's printing or responding to actual custom orders. Um, that way it's just not taking up time. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, 100%. Those are really great tips guys. Um, Julie and Greg, thank you guys so much for being able to spend some time with us, being able to share kind of the behind the scenes here. Uh, if you guys are looking into using Printable merch for stores, it's been really helpful 
Um, go to printavo.com slash merch or click the button below that says book on one-on-one that's with our team to be able to help you get started and just learn a lot of tips and lessons to be able to get going quickly because there's just a lot of uh, little things, right, on, on selling and fulfillment and managing of it that we'll be able to share those. So thank you guys again. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.